Welcome to Dear Friends and Dead Ends Podcast. My name is Ashley. My name is Cody. Cases may contain graphic material as well as explicit language. Intro music. Welcome to the Hell Zone by Spooky Black Vague 003 Remix. All right. Welcome to the second attempt at episode 48. 48? Oh, yeah, 48. Yeah. 48, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tried to do this like three days ago, and there was an incident at my house, and uh, kind of derailed the energy, so. We, 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 we rescheduled. Yeah, we thought it would be best. Uh, every no harm, no foul. Yeah, every, everyone's fine, everything's fine, it's just... Uh, Sometimes shit happens, and you, sometimes just, the timing's not right, and it just drains all the energy. It's best, and maybe it is best that audio is gone. Could be way yeah, probably. Time. Yeah, it's probably best. Also, uh, we were talking during the beginning of that episode. Uh, Autumn apparently fired us as friends. Yeah. Oh well. So, yeah. Um, we said a lot of witty things that are no longer able to be recovered. So that's okay. Whatever. It's fine. We'll come up autumn, with autumn fired us. I hope I'll land on my feet. Mm-hmm. It's a joke because I don't. I don't know, man. Yeah. No. 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 But I think what we should talk about, though, before Cody opens up, um, do you want to talk about um, your job application? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so. <laughs> when uh i i i had a uh a bit of a turbulent time at work over this past summer <laughs> and um in that time i wasn't sure i was gonna stay with my uh chosen career and i applied to a lot of different jobs um literally just genuinely not kidding um, I, I applied to a couple positions at NASA. Did you really? Um, oh yeah. Uh, no, I was, <laughs> I was shooting for the fucking stars. Um, I, I applied to a couple positions at NASA, some other places. Um, and one of the things that I jokingly apply, I mean, I guess, jokingly half-heartedly applied to um and assumed i would never hear back from was uh to be a train conductor uh for freight trains and (laughs) that was just my little like when i was going through a tough time this past summer that was my little jokeroo to myself and it was uh it was funny had me giggling that i had applied to be a train conductor and just assumed I will never hear back. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> they, they invited me to interview, uh, to be a train conductor. And I was like, the, the money is, is crazy good. Yeah. Um, and I was like gung ho about it thinking like, Oh, maybe, you know, maybe this is my renaissance maybe this is when i find <laughs> what i'm what i'm meant to do perhaps i'm a train conductor now and then uh after like 10 15 minutes i was like oh <laughs> right uh 
Train conductors are considered railroad workers, and they're the ones being absolutely fucking dragged through the muck right now because uh, Uncle Joe Biden won't give us a goddamn, what, seven days of PTO is what they were asking, and they still denied it. Like, all sorts of super fucked up really? union stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, basically, um, like, railroad workers, uh, they were threatening a strike and because there's still uh, a great amount of goods that are actually provided by freight trains, obvi- uh, uh, oddly enough. Right. And um, they, they're a necessity, essentially, for our economy. Um, mm-hmm. With that being said, the railroad barons, the ones that kind of control everything, are absolute dog shit people. Um, and just the, the, yeah, they're, 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 uh, still considered barons, um, like an oil baron or something to that, you know, that effect. Um, but yeah, so they won't, they basically they're that. Yes, they technically are in a union and yes, they do make like a ton of money and overtime and all this stuff. But they also, a lot of them are working like seven days a week. They're constantly on call. They're working, you know, 16 hours days. Um, And I'm not about that life. I, I, that's not me. Um, If, if I, if I was younger, like genuinely, if, if this was Toys R Us, Cody, I would have done it. I wouldn't have thought twice about it. I would have been like, fuck it. I'm, I'm making money right now as I didn't, I didn't, I didn't used to do anything but work anyway. Yeah. So I would have been all about it when, if I was younger, but, uh, being as I'm, I'm, you know, nearing in on 45 years old, uh, I just, I don't have the, (laughs) I, I don't have the energy. Um, I don't have the, the knee health. Uh, because there's apparently a lot of like bending down and standing back up when you're a railroad guy, my knees, yeah, I'd give it uh, three shifts before my knees just exploded. (laughs) Like those little, those little poppers that you throw down on the ground and they just explode. Yeah. That would be my knees. I'd stand up and just the front of my fucking jeans would blow out and everyone would be like, all right, well fucking retired now. Um, but yeah, so you could go on disability then, though, so that wouldn't be. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, there's probably some bullshit where you have to work like 15 years for him first. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so there was like there was like a 15 minute window the other day where I thought I was going to be a train conductor <laughs> and making like a hundred thousand plus dollars a year. Um, but no, I no thanks. I'm good. Yeah, the series of texts that followed were absolute gold, and I, I'm not gonna post them, but it yeah, was, that's it fair. Was, it was gold. Um, there, there was mention of look, this is a literal train wreck waiting to happen. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, hey, what could have been, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think overall, you made the best decision for you. Also, you just got your position where you work from home where you don't have to commute so i feel like there is there are very oh, yeah. things that would let that would you would give that up for 
Yeah, but I mean, I I literally I thought I was going to be making like you know, right. dumb money, which would get you to commute. Yeah. They they send you away for a month to fucking train you, which to me is insane that you you have a month of training and then they're like, yeah, fucking take this train across the country. That's kind of wild, but um, and I think I think a lot of it's like you you're you're not home anymore. There's a lot of like basically you're just on the road. Um, so like you know you take a train to fucking bumfuck Midwest and then you get on another train and bring it back. I don't know how trains work honestly. Um, <laughs> is it like is it like the metro where it just like you go one way and then you just walk to the other end of it and drive it back? You know what I mean? Where it's basically, I'm getting walk pretty to, off topic. Walk, walk to the other end of it and drive it back. Yeah, aren't don't metros have like the front oh, car on both sides? I see what you were saying. I don't know if trains work like that. Metro is a type of train. Like like pa- you know what I mean? Like but passenger trains, yes. The monorail at Disney, yes. Does it work the same way with like coal trains? I don't know. Oh God! And if I had to they shovel have a caboose, coal, though, don't they? So I feel like that's a no. Yeah, I got a fat old caboose. The train, right? The train. <laughs> sorry, my apologies. <laughs> you guys can't see my face right now, but it's full of disappointment. It was. It was very upset. <laughs> just, just any of the happiness, kind of like, was just removed from her face immediately. It was like a switch was flipped. It was, it was like I was going back to yesterday. Yesterday was not a good day. But no. we're not going to get into that whatsoever. Nope. So, um, yeah. I'm sure you guys wanted that little anecdote for three hours about the train situation. That's not even a situation. So, so everybody, come aboard. Uh, Shit show. Come, yeah. Come aboard the, um, the SS. Nope, that's a ship. <laughs> Never mind, you know, just, uh... Cody's gonna captain a train. Yeah, I could. I, I, I think, I, uh, is that a weird thought? I feel like driving a, like, a boat or a cruise ship is probably easier than a train. Duh, because it's a little bit more freelance in terms of, like, you don't have to stick to, like, Right, I feel, well, well, okay, so here's the Mm. thing. I feel like other than parking a boat, <laughs> which is probably not the correct term. Um, you dock a boat? I thought docking was when one... Have you ever heard about that? Docking? I, mm, I feel it's, like I have. I feel like I don't it's, know where this is going. Yeah, no, it's, it's where one foreskin is placed over no. the head of another penis you would know this <laughs> i don't uh hmm. how do i move myself away from this subject if you should, oh but what i was wait so what i was saying your, oh wait you know what i don't need to know so this is strictly like uncircumcised situation right yeah you need a foreskin yeah that's what i figured i mean i don't have a penis so i would not automatically know these things. I However. mean, okay, fair. 
So I feel like driving a boat in the ocean, there's much more wiggle room than if you're piloting a train. Thank God. I thought you were going to say there's much more foreskin, and I was like, no, thank you. No. Okay, good. There might be. No judgment. Foreskin, no no foreskin. Don't give a fuck. Doesn't matter. Not my problem. Do what you do. To the world, not to Cody. Not to Cody. To the world. Yeah, please. Also, Cody, whatever the fuck you're doing, I don't care. Do you? Um, so yeah, Cody's going to be a train conductor. I'm not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in my job for as long as they'll have me. Good call. Good call. But when he's high, he might forget that. Might. On, on sugar, obviously. On sugar. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sugar high. Yeah. That was a weird noise. Um, obviously, you know, you'll think that you are. And all of a sudden, Cupcake is on the right of her life. Yeah, it's... it's, oh, it's just like you, a cardboard I, box that you're... <laughs> I, I bought a, uh, a balance board. Oh, boy. It's... It's tough. Isn't it like a stationary hoverboard, essentially? Uh, no, I actually got the one where it's just like, it's a disc, mm -hmm. and then it has like a point on the bottom. Yeah. So you're like trying to stand, it's not, it. so you oh, have to no balance all, whatever. yeah, right, you, well, it, it's kind of like a ball, but it's basically like a, a like a, a, like almost like a dreidel looking thing. <laughs> I'm, I don't Happy know. Happy Hanukkah. I, it's, a top is the word I was looking for. It almost looks like a top, but you stand on top of the top, and then you try and balance, but it goes every which way instead of just back and forth. Well, that sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. Put a top on a top. Put a top on a top. And then hop on pop. That's gross. I am so sorry. That That is part of, isn't it? It unfortunately is. Yeah. But uh, with the conversation we're currently having, it kind of... Yeah. God, we are not qualified for this. Um, yeah. So, how long? So I'm going first. Yeah. How long do we just? Fourteen minutes of training and foreskin. Jesus Christ. Okay. And and hopping on pop. All right. Okay. So. Um. Yes. This is dear friends dead ends. On to the first case. Uh, on August seventeenth, <laughs> in twenty sixteen. Oh. Terry. Okay. Beavers. Oh boy. Who went by Missy. So this is one. Okay. Why do I feel like I know this? Okay, go ahead. You might. Uh, it it it's it's weird. Uh, mm -hmm. alerted the students in her fitness class that their workout for the following morning was on rain or shine. <gasps> oh, I know this one. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. The following morning, the 45-year-old woman went to the church in Midlothian, Texas, where she taught these classes. Mm -hmm. She arrived, and it was, in fact, storming heavily. Mm -hmm. a, it, was a, it was a thunderstorm, like, so right, a so lot that, of shit going on. Yeah, and thunderstorms, it makes it a Yeah, lot louder, scarier. Also, if there's lightning, potentially they're not going to do it outside. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was raining. There's lightning. There's thunder. Um, very, very frightening. Uh, and <laughs> so, <laughs> so she was seen entering the church on the security Jesus footage Christ. at 4.18 a.m. Eight a.m. Four eighteen a.m., which blew me the fuck out. You and Galileo. I were don't get. Were we not just doing Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh fuck yeah! Okay, <laughs> I I didn't really sleep yesterday. Um, mm. so hey, here we are. <laughs> uh, uh, and the class began at five a.m. Which is, again, it, just insane to me. Like, that's when I, I wake up. That's not when I arrive places. That's when I wake up. So You get up at 5 in the morning? I do because I like to drink my coffee and slowly wake up. It makes me a much nicer person. To other yeah, I, I wake up like an hour before wherever I have to be. Um, okay. She made multiple trips in and out bringing fitness equipment um into the makeshift classroom so they weren't they weren't in the actual church um they were or at least the uh the actual um uh fuck what is that we are church educated i promise the yeah the it's a chapel the yeah not the not the main churchy part but they were in like the business part Right? The business part. Yeah, so like the parish hall. At my church, there was the yeah. actual standalone church, and then you went over to the parish hall, and that's where like all the business aspects took place, um, as well as like Sunday school and that sort of shit. Yeah, they had like classroom um, look at things. Yep, exactly. So, yeah. so they were in that portion of it. Um, and again, she was bringing in all of her fitness equipment normally. Apparently, they did it out in the parking lot. Um, they yeah. would have just an, a nice early morning uh, workout in the parking lot. And it, uh, it this has nothing to do with anything, but it did say that she was, like, v- like vigorous with her training. She was very intense. Okay. Um, they, were, they were, like, uh, really, really intense workouts. I'm <laughs> like I'm up fucking the struggling. We went from yeah. intense to intense. Yeah, no, I'm I'm struggling. Um, <clears throat> as it was storming, her first student didn't actually get there until a little bit after five a.m. Okay, and she got there when? She got there. Uh, f- she walked into the building at four eighteen. Okay, so it's like forty-ish minutes later yeah a little bit more uh probably like 50 or so um the student found missy beavers bloodied on the floor with multiple puncture wounds in her head and abdomen Mm -hmm. um puncture wounds are fucked because you can't actually seal those up um so most often they are more damaging and higher risk than like even like a cut or something uh where the the actual tissue isn't spread apart what i so, kind of get what you're saying so so punk puncture wounds are harder to like stop bleeding to actually yeah. seal up um because it pushes 
all of the tissue away from each other and usually damages it. So like a cut will mm-hmm. cut through and when they seal it they can seal everything back up matching to the same parts mm. a puncture wound more often than not it's much harder to stop bleeding it okay. is much harder to seal um they are in general more dangerous wounds than other sorts see i thought a puncture wound was specific to your organs no so it, they they you can you can have your organs punctured, mm-hmm. um, but a a puncture wound is just a a specific type of wound. Um, mm-hmm. Normally, normally it's something actually stabbing into you instead of slicing through. If that makes sense. Yes. Um, they immediately called the police. The police arrived, and shortly after, Beavers was pronounced dead. So I couldn't find in my research if she was still, like, responsive or, like, living when they called the police. But it was bad enough that they didn't even attempt to get her to a hospital or anything. She was actually pronounced dead on site. So probably she was already gone. Yeah, I would imagine. I I mean... In theory, that's not, like, a statement. Right. So, during the investigation, the police looked at the security tapes. And what they found was just real fucking weird. Off the charts. Fucking insane. It's so strange. I've watched Um, it. It's so fucking crazy. So, the cameras outside the building were not working. Mm Mm-hmm. But the inside cameras were. Which sucks because then they could have seen his car. Right. Their car. Whoever it and, is. Whoever this person is. Yeah. It, it, so we'll kind of get into that. Um, but it, it, was, it was very... It was fucking weird what they found on this video. Mm-hmm. So Beavers was actually not the first person to the church that morning. Approximately 20 minutes before Beavers would show up, there was what they said was an quote-unquote oddly dressed person wandering the halls of the church. See, I, for some reason, did not remember that that was before. For some reason, I thought that was, like, after or, like, same time. So there's, there's footage of things happening while she is there. Interesting. But this person was there be- well before her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, looking at the footage, <laughs> this this part fucking, it, this phrasing made me laugh really fucking hard. Oh, God. So, the suspect appeared to be in, like, SWAT clothing. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? They were in tactical gear from head to toe. They got combat boots, you know, like the whole get-up pants, the fucking tactical vest, everything like that. And they, they said they appeared to be in a police-like outfit, mostly... Because across the vest, 
was emblazoned police. Yes. That killed me when it was like, it was like police-like clothing. And it was like, I mean, yeah, but it literally Mm -hmm. says police across it. Like, it is a police vest. Whether it's, whether it's real or not. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it could, it could be, it could be a fucking stage prop. It could be one they bought online. You don't know that. Right. But it is, it is a police vest. Like, yeah, very it clearly, sense. it's a fucking police vest. It's a specific style of vest. It so, it, vest. it is, it is this person mm-hmm. completely decked out like a member of the SWAT team. By and by himself, by, by himself at 4 a.m. <laughs> at a church. At an empty church, obviously. An empty, yeah, empty church. So while Missy Beavers is bringing in shit to do her class, there's video of whoever this person is walking through the church and just like peeking in windows. Mm-hmm. If he can't if he can't get into a room, he might smash the window out and kind of open it up, look around. But did he really? He Yeah, he was oh, he was that. smashing out windows, um <laughs> just kind of I mean just kind of being a weird nuisance. Jeez. Right? I mean yeah. it there there one why the fuck are you dressed like <laughs> i love how he's in a church like or a church building right and and he's just like it's locked and he's like there are no secrets in the house of the lord and he just like yeah. makes right on it <laughs> yeah it's it makes no sense so it's just someone dressed like a swat team member walking through an empty church at 4 a.m in the morning just bashing out windows indoors and you know no, oh, this door's unlocked. Don't need to do anything to that door. This one is locked. Smash. He's it's, like, oh, it, I've heard of this place like, where you get to take your rage out on objects. This is wonderful. <laughs> right. It, it just, it's, it's fucking weird. There yeah. is, there oh, is crazy. no footage of the interaction between the assailant and Missy Beavers. Like, there is none released and it's evidence or like there was nothing recorded that we know of. I I couldn't find anything that said that there was any sort of video of them interacting. Interesting. Okay. There so obviously SWAT guy mm-hmm. is in there, Missy yeah. Beavers is in there, mm-hmm. but all of the security footage was of the two of them separately. Also, was it just of the hall, or did they actually have um, cameras in any of the rooms? Do you know? It it looks like it was just the halls. Then that would because okay. right exactly. So all of the footage is him walking up the halls, or mm-hmm. her walking like basically like quick little glimpses of her walking into the room to set up her class. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So. There, there, there's no way to actually know that the SWAT person is the one who did this. Right. Based Technically. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would be hard-pressed to think of a, a, a better suspect. 
<laughs> you know what Maybe I mean? Like the one time a SWAT like individual is in yeah the building that a person is murdered in, and there's only two people in this building. I and it's never yeah, happened yeah. before when she's done a class. Then I would suspect. Right. So and and like the other thing is like, what are the fucking chances that a SWAT guy was in this goddamn building, so was Missy Beavers, and then a murderer comes in? You know. It's it's probably SWAT guy. So, yeah, hypothetically. So, with that in mind, Mm -hmm. um, the SWAT guy, the investigators said that he had a weird, uh, a weird walking pattern, a weird gait, a weird stride. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, man, I don't. So, like, some of this is investigation shit is, like, it really feels like we're getting out into the weeds. And what I mean by that is the, like, how specific this shit gets. Because apparently... There is such a thing as a forensic uh, podiatrist. Is that the right word? Yeah, someone that deals with like feet and probably. Uh, yeah. Like... So hang on. What was it? Um... Yeah, a forensic podiatrist um, to study the. So they actually ended up hiring a forensic podiatrist yeah. to look at the the way that this person walked um as well it was noted that uh whatever the fucking opposite of pigeon toad is this person was that okay so you know how like goofy stands and his feet are just fucking like mm-hmm. pointed outwards because they're just big old flappy feet um yeah this 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 murderer walked like Goofy. Okay, yeah, that's what I remember seeing. Um, walked like Goofy, the uh, Disney character, not walked Goofy. I'm not trying to well, shame this person. Well, um, so they were. <laughs> so everyone was kind of at a loss. Um, there was no, there was no real, um evidence other than the security footage they did actually be like come uh they did track uh security camera footage from a place across the street and they think that they identified at least the type of car that the person was likely driving but they've never had anything good come of that and it's also when it, there's, like, no daylight, so that makes it so much harder. Right. You Yeah, you have to figure, like, it. so when I say they identified the car, I think it was something like a, uh, a silver sedan. Okay. It wasn't like they said, like, oh, no, it's a 2013 Toyota Corolla with a, a dent on the left side. Because you have to figure, one, it's from security footage. Mm-hmm. Two... It's fucking four in the morning, so it's not light out. And three, it is in the middle of a rain and thunderstorm. Oh, yeah, also that. Yeah, that's not helpful. So they, everything's working against them to gather any sort of security footage. Right. 
Um, but they did, they, like I said, they did, uh, identify like a silver sedan or some bullshit. Um, so that honestly, that's most everything about the actual case itself. There, there's not much else to it. It's just one of those fucking terrifying things. It's if you guys look up the footage for the Missy Beavers case, like the hallway footage is just crazy. It's unsettling. It's the outfit, which is really creepy because it's that time of day in a church building. Right. Didn't he have like, um, I don't. Was it a nightstick? What did he mm-hmm. have? Okay, it was like a nightstick, and he was just, yeah. And there, it is kind of an unusual walk, but he is, I would say he's a little overweight. Yeah, so they said, uh, the forensic podiatrist said, of, at first they were they were saying specifically that it was probably a male. Yeah. Right? Um, they have since walked that back and said they're not sure. They can't be sure, because the... The police essentially said that there's something about the walk that seems feminine. Even though it is a strange walk, they said that their their investigators said that it the it, something about it made it seem more feminine. They didn't see say specifically what. Um, they just said that it appears to be feminine. Then the forensic podiatrist came in and said, "You can't. You can't." decide that because one they're completely covered up they're in gear that they are seemingly not used to because they weren't moving naturally in it okay and the weight of all that gear is is noticeable it's something that's going to change how you move so not being in something that you're comfortable in and then also having it affected by the actual amount of weight that you're carrying is going to throw off how you move. Right. No two ways about it. Um, so the police really couldn't come up with anything. The only other thing that they found is they did find um, some, they found some, less than uh agreeable messages from someone on linkedin the fucking job website interesting right uh they were like they were like what is this shit about yeah he was he was just trying to bang he reached out on linkedin and they contacted that person and they like they were able to show receipts like no i was just I thought she was hot. I was a little boned up. I was trying to shoot my shot, and they weren't about it. And they went separate ways. Yeah. So they, they kind of thought, like, oh, maybe she had a stalker. No, just they had receipts of the conversation. Just, no. Hey, girl, you into it? Nope. All right, cool. See you later. That was it. Which is very um, honorable. That he the, so, the, the, so her... Uh, Missy's husband, Brandon, mm-hmm. at that time was in California. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Brandon, her husband, was in Mississippi on a fishing trip. Okay. 
So he had an airtight alibi. The cops did investigate everything. Airtight fucking alibi. There's no way he could have he could have been the one to do it. Um, but this is in the, Texas, right? Okay. The other person that they looked at was um, Missy's father-in-law. Okay. Randy. So her husband's dad. Yes. He also was away while this happened. He was in California. Really? Yeah. So he was actually in California. Um, what did it say? He was doing like a business trip or some shit. Um, okay. Yeah, he was just in, he was in California. Um, <laughs> so this, the father-in-law's name is Randy, uh-huh. right? This was the other part of the story that I was just like, bro, what? So, mm-hmm. Missy Beavers is murdered. Yes. Father-in-law, out of state. Mm-hmm. Husband, out of state. They okay. find out Missy has been murdered. They come back to Texas immediately. Okay. Right? Depend- I didn't see when Randy got back, the father-in-law, but depended on when he got back, three to four days later... Okay. Yes. Mind you, this is a weird fucking case. It immediately grabbed the the uh, it immediately grabbed the media's attention is what I'm trying to say. Um, so it was it was plastered over every TV screen, especially right. like within the area. Mm-hmm. Three to four days later, Randy. So there. Uh, okay. So there are times when. Like, it's understandable that you know you are innocent. Mm-hmm. Right? So if 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 I was being charged with something that I knew I didn't do, yes. I know I'm innocent. Correct. Having said that, you still need to read the fucking room and decide on what is okay oh, when you're a goddamn suspect in a murder trial. One of the things that could, in fact, raise suspicion is exactly what Randy did. <laughs> Three to four days after the murder of his daughter-in-law, yes. Randy went to a laundry, uh, a dry cleaning place uh-huh, yes. with a women's shirt covered in blood. Just covered in blood. And he hands it to the people at the dry cleaners, and he's like, hey, uh, tried to get this stain out. Can you guys help? (laughs) In the dry cleaners, there is a TV with Missy's murder report happening. They are literally discussing the goddamn murder in the dry cleaners. So the dry cleaning clerk looks at Randy, looks at his last name, looks at the TV, sees it's the same last name, and calls the cops. Understandably. He, he was just like, I don't, I don't understand. Why are you guys? And they were like, because you have a women's... Sh-. Okay, the, the other thing that, like, 
this is one of those clarifying details that makes it like, oh, okay, well, that clearly, that wasn't a thing. But the shirt that he was bringing in was like a triple XL. Yeah. Triple XL women's clothing. She was a fitness instructor. She was probably like a small. She was tiny. Okay. She was not wearing a triple XL. No. Having said that, it's a bad fucking look if you're daughter-in-law was just murdered and a couple days later you show up with a bloody shirt and it looks like it's trying to been clean even if so, it seems like it's obviously not the same you should probably wait a little bit throw it out also that it, it can't be that nice of a shirt you know what i mean Fair. like it i don't give a fuck if it's ketchup why would you take that i mean and again i'm not trying to like i'm i'm not trying to give advice to anyone I'm just saying, Clearly. that's a fucking dumb thing to do. So, Randy goes to the dry cleaners. No, it's fucking stupid. Randy goes to the dry cleaners. They call the cops. The cops come out, and he's like, they're, he's like, well, yeah, how can I help you, officer? And they're like, uh, yeah, you brought in a shirt that's covered in blood. Your daughter-in-law was killed a couple days ago. Do you mind explaining? He's like, I waited four days. And he goes, he goes, oh, I had to break up a dog fight. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they, they tested the blood on the shirt. Mm-hmm. It was fucking true. Okay. I don't know what this man is up to, but he, he first, I, I don't, maybe his wife. I don't know, but I couldn't find any goddamn explanation as to why he ended up having to break up a fucking dog fight. But he did. So he actually, and like, even like, even like one of the, um, even one of the other people in the family was like, oh yeah, 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 the dog fight. And it's like, why is everyone talking about this? Like it just fucking happens. And he, yeah. Luckily he wasn't like, well, my normal gear was, you know, covered yeah. in blood also. So I had, had to, to put on my wife's shirt and go murder my daughter-in-law. Um, but yeah, so that, that blew my mind because it was it was a hundred percent canine blood no human blood um but again just like you know take 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 a deep breath and maybe think about like do i need to take this to the cleaners right now yeah is this actually important right i don't know but uh yeah that's that's it was horrible that's all my shit That shit's crazy. The second I realized what case it was, I was just waiting to talk about like the security Dude, footage. The videos, the videos, so crazy. Because it's very it's wild. slow going. He's not quickly. He's very slowly. Oh, he's just, just fucking wandering. hanging out, just yeah. moseying around. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's in this room? Huh. All right, what's in this room? Huh. Yeah, Don't very... like this window being here. Smash! Like it, it's insane. It is. It's actually is crazy i am looking up uh i have a bunch of different cases so i'm gonna pick a couple just because i think it's some of them are too good to pass up so the first headline i have okay so we're gonna play a quick game with this headline i'm gonna leave out the important word and you're gonna try and guess Got what, it. The, what the object actually was 
Florida woman accused of stabbing man with a blank, throwing him out of a car on I-95. Stabbed him, <laughs> stabbed him with a blank. Oh, shit, it was a box cutter, wasn't it? Uh-uh. Oh, I thought I, oh, no, I watched that video the other day. Yeah, no. I watched a video of the other day of this girl, like, stabbing her boyfriend with a box cutter, and he jumped out of the car. Good God. Well, no, she threw him out. Yo, she she then... threw she stabbed him and then threw him out? And then pushed him out, I guess. Um. All right, she give does. me another. Uh, hang on. So. You do need to see this mugshot picture of her, though. Goo! <laughs> Yo! What the fuck? That eye. That eye is... Look at that eye. That eye is real serious. Is that... That is real serious. She, she still has the eye there, right? I suppose that's a pretty serious uh, subconjunctival hemorrhage. Yeah. A real serious bleed in there. Um, She... Wait. So she stabbed him... With something. And then broken, pushed him out of the car. Broken bottle? Broken crack pipe. Mm. Um. It's not sharp, I don't think. Well. It's not sharp. She stabbed him with something that's not sharp? I wouldn't think it would be sharp. Except in a very ironic way. A tampon. I would imagine tampons aren't sharp, right? I, I would hope not. Okay, fair enough. Just tell me. I don't know. She stabbed him with a Sharpie. Dog! With a Sharpie marker. Yep. Oh! See, that's a puncture wound. She pushed... What? That That's a puncture wound. Why? Because because uh, a puncture has to do with the shape of the thing that stabs you. Oh. So a puncture wound means that uh, essentially that it wouldn't be it wouldn't be like a straight line. Like it's a knife. it's uh, right. It, it technically wouldn't be a knife. It would be like if you were stabbed with an ice pick. If you were stabbed with like a sharpened broom handle. Um, okay. If you were stabbed with, like, uh, no, like a, a, clean, a metal traffic a cone. Yeah. A metal traffic cone? Did you send that? I mean, that? I, yeah, I didn't think a... I didn't think an orange one, a regular one, would... It's like a very steampunk kind of traffic cone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the aesthetic. Uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, she pushed him out of the moving car when she was driving 60 miles an hour. Oof. Uh, he had a broken pelvis with obviously road rash. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> let me see. She was able to post uh, bail money, so she was out on bond. Uh, but she continued to drive for several miles until she was involved in a single vehicle collision, which would explain. Ah, uh, yes, face. the single vehicle collision. Also known as crashing your car. Yes. And that's probably how she got that eye. Um, okay, so now yeah. so now I'm wondering. You know, like the super fine tip Sharpies? It'd be pretty easy to stab someone with that if it's open. On the flip side of that, 
if she was pissed off and just fucking jammed him with a regular Sharpie, that's gnarly. To, f- to further that idea, what if it was one of those big fat Sharpies? Mm. One of those big boys. Yeah, like the ones that are basically like a uh, uh, cob of corn that you can draw with. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, you can't actually do that, Autumn, for the record. Um, <laughs> she's gonna fucking kill me. Joking. Ashley, why, why are you laughing at Autumn like that? <laughs> Cody literally just reveled silently on camera, by the way. Yeah, but in all fairness, Autumn didn't hear me laugh. I kept it quiet, so she can't prove shit. Although he just admitted it. So, um... Oh, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> But yeah, so that is the thing. And then the next one makes me laugh because I want to oh, know what if it what if it's the Sharpie Magnum? Because we all know that's the biggest one. There's a Sharpie Magnum. Yeah, there actually is. Interesting. I don't want deals. Um. Damn, these things are like four dollars a pop. This bitch is big though so i have questions for this this next situation so apparently the theme of the headlines today is female criminals hell yeah that's just love it happened i bet you do so wisconsin woman arrested after allegedly poisoning veterinarian husband's coffee with animal euthanasia drugs Ooh, what kind that's a good question i don't think it says oh so she allegedly snuck animal barbiturates into her husband's coffee on three separate occasions. Her husband is a veterinarian. So does he have this lying around the house or was she just like, hey, can I get some of your euthanasia shit? I got some squirrels out back that I really want to lay to rest. Like how... How did she get a hold of this? I mean, so, what, does it say where it is? Wisconsin? Yeah, see, Wisconsin, there's a lot of farm shit out there. So if it's if it's a farm veterinarian, they normally travel to location and have all their shit at their, either their home or at their office, you know what I mean? Hmm. Trying to... That would be my thought. Yeah, apparently he was in a four-day coma. And that's and they confirmed it via blood work at the hospital. But it took, it took till the third time? Do you think the first two times he just, like, had a great day at work and he was like, why do I feel so good today? What in the fuck? So there's more. So this happened between June and August of last year, of 2022. So after this happens and he's in the hospital, uh, his son filed a restraining order on behalf of his father against okay. his wife, Amanda. And then Amanda immediately uh, violates the order when she emails Gary a suicide note. <laughs> Okay, hang on. So, uh, Gary's the poisoned guy? Yeah. So, Gary's in a coma, and she's writing him letters to tell him 
he's gonna she's gonna kill him well, herself. He was in the, he was or in the she's fort. gonna complete suicide. What's the what are what's the sensitive term? The sensitive term is complete. Um so I don't know, it doesn't say exactly when she emails, but he was in a four day coma, oh, okay. so it could have been during that, it could have been after that. I'm not sure, but I don't think it took long before she violated the protection order. Hmm. And then uh, she wanted to notify him of her intent to kill herself. Oh, my God. Uh, and she wrote, the only thing I am guilty of is loving you so much. And there, it was all in caps with the so, and there were about 15 O's. So much. God, this bitch seems annoying. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm trying to see if there's any other details on it. So, I guess the hearing is coming up on the 12th, which is in four days. Oh, shit. So, I'm interested to see how this all plays out. Yeah. That's, dude. But for real, like, so was it a buildup of the shit in his system? Or was it just she she didn't dose him high enough the first couple times it's like uh antifreeze and like uh because antifreeze okay, I think so, sometimes you can do that over time yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. don't tell Dana. just kidding i would never in my life ever i don't i don't think i've ever bought that either to be honest so what antifreeze well yeah because i i normally buy it for you so they can't trace it you're the worst accomplice ever. <laughs> By the way, Autumn, you're fired. You're fired. It's going to be huge. Jaina. Oh, we're done. Jaina. <laughs> that, that still reminds me of the anecdote Gina. about the Gina's. <laughs> my best joke ever my best fucking joke ever that joke is hilarious uh it's in some episode that we have done at some point so i don't remember which episode but we have definitely told so go back and listen to all of them yeah, listen to all of them twice if you'd like i feel like i might have put it in the episode description i might have put like cody's best joke ever or something i, I might have done oh. that. Uh, i thought you were gonna say you like gave away the punchline and i was like come on ashley you should know how to deliver a joke. Uh, I can also be the worst accomplice. So. I know. So. Oh, okay, bitch. Be cool, or your source of antifreeze is going away. I mean, luckily they sold at Target, probably. So. <clears throat> Not that I would. <laughs> I would never in my life. Just so we're clear, for legal reasons, I would fucking never. This is satire. This is an entertainment podcast. That no one finds we are entertaining. Not, we are not listing our crimes for the record, okay? Okay, Agent Smith at the FBI. That's for the Patreon episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we're not doing. Because um, we never commit crimes. That's why. Right, yeah. Send us money and I'll, I'll, start, I'll start listing them, though. My case is of 11-year-old... Bethany Leanne Markowski. It might have been Markowski. I'm going to say Markowski because that's just how I'm feeling right now. Okay. She was born February 1st of 1990. So we, if alive, she and I are the same age. Um, oh, okay. Which is 32. <clears throat> she was 
about 95 pounds, uh, about four oh, yeah, to five. Because she's 11. Cause she's 11. <laughs> she it is slipped 11. my mind for a split second, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, get this bitch a cheeseburger. Just kidding. She's a child. L- love it a cheeseburger. Yes. So, um, the case itself takes place on March 4th of 2001, is when she goes missing. Her... God damn it. What? I I swear to God, you said the year that it happened in, and uh-huh. in my brain, I was like, okay, so she's, yeah, she's 11. And I was like, right, Ashley did just say that I didn't need to do the math. Oh, but I think it's adorable that you did it anyway. That's good. Yeah. And it. I got it right. That's even more impressive. He has a very proud smile. You guys would be super happy for him. Ha-cha-cha. Okay. So, Bethany's parents, Larry, and her mom's name, I think, is Johnny Joe, is her nickname. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, nicknames, okay, yeah. J-O-N-N-I-E, Johnny. Unless it's Johnny, but I think it's Johnny. Johnny Joe. That's her, wait, that's her nickname? Her mom's nickname, I think. That's the name that I was able to find. It's in parentheses. Huh. Or no, okay. it's in air quotes. I'm sorry, it's in air quotes. Or in quotations. I don't know how language works. Fuck. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, Christ. Johnny, Joe. Markowski? Markowski? M-A-R-K-O-W-S-K-I. So, this takes place in March of 2001. Her parents had separated in January of 2001, so about two months before. So it's fresh. Emotions, you know. Are running high. Probably very, might be contentious between the parents. You know, I'm sure she is for sure affected, you know, in one way or another. She's 11, so she's she's definitely going to feel something about it. So uh, Bethany lived with her mother in Nashville, which I do have to say is a cool city. Uh, but if you guys ever get the chance to go to Franklin, Tennessee, which is a little bit outside of there, highly recommend it's the cutest little town. So early March, 2001, she was with her dad in Gleason, Tennessee, and she had been with him for several days. They were, um, yes, they were there to switch custody. I'm not sure where there is. I don't think I put it. Okay. It's in Waverly, Tennessee. I'm not sure how far that is from where she was staying. But on March 4th, they were supposed to switch and she was supposed to go back with her mom, go back to Nashville. And it was off of Interstate 40 is where they were supposed to switch. And I keep forgetting some of those, um, some of those lower states and even states up this way, up north. Some are very small and even sometimes where people are staying, you can easily go to one state and go back to the other. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Like how we can just go to Virginia. Right. Or like Delaware pretty easily. So that particular day, her and her dad had gone to Little Rock, Arkansas for a little bit. And then they had come back to Tennessee. Very cool. Yes. So at 3.30 p.m., they head to Old Hickory Mall in Jackson, Tennessee. He let her go in, kind of browse around. He hung back, stayed in the car because, you know... 
guys in general have no interest in that shit. But he's like, you go on ahead. Right. She's 11 to remind you. My mother would not have let me go alone at 11. But each parent their own. It's also Tennessee. I think they're a lot more like carefree there. Not saying everyone yeah. is, but I think they're a little bit more lax, a little bit more relaxed there. Um, Larry actually took a nap because he was like, I'm not doing that shopping crap. And he just fell asleep in the car. About an hour later, he wakes up. And he goes into the mall, and he's like, okay, all right, I'm going to wrangle her. We'll get out of this shit show because mm. he's not interested. And he is looking for her. He has absolutely no luck whatsoever. Uh, and at 5.15 p.m., he calls the police. So they got there at 3.30. At 5.15 is when he calls police. Okay, so like so, an hour 45? So, yes. So, you know, he took like an hour nap, but then he's also searching for her for a good amount yeah. of time. Um, and then what I have to say next is terrifying. So they check the security camera footage of the mall. Bethany was not on it whatsoever. Not a single frame of her going into that mall. Oh, shit. Not, not a one. She never enters the mall. She's not captured on any footage of her entering the mall whatsoever. So... Larry is adamant he is not involved, and then police question him super inten intensely. They're like, what did you do? Like, what right. are you covering up? Like, you say she was there. She was not there, clearly. So, witnesses then report that Bethany was seen with an unknown Caucasian female around that time or soon after she vanished. Um, apparently, I had a sketch that I found that I'll have to look for. But because okay. I guess they did a police sketch of what the woman looked like. Oh, I feel like I remember it now. I gotta, I gotta find it. So the I'll look it up. You can keep going. What is it, Markowski? Um, Bethany Markowski, or Markowski. Um, the woman was in her early forties. At least she appeared to be. She seemed to be around 180 pounds, and about an average height of uh, five four or five five. The best description given is that she had unkempt, frizzy hair that was damaged. Meaning she either used too much hair product or some. sometimes if you um, use like a flat iron, like I think when it's wet, when your hair's wet, it can do that too. Hmm. Um, yeah. Depending on what type of iron, I think. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, they Wait. said that she had dark circles under her brown eyes. <laughs> And a general lack of bathing is also the description. Wait, so this, but this is the this woman. Is the, this is the woman in her forties. What she looked okay. like. Uh, it said that her shoes were torn and incorrectly tied. I don't know how you could fuck that up, but hey, that's what they said. Um, I, I, I know of tied shoes and untied shoes. What incorrectly tied means, I don't know. I don't know if she like tied them around her ankles or what the fuck she yeah, did. Yeah, that. Yeah, what? What is that? Doesn't that make would any be sense. Fucking hilarious. Um, they're just <laughs> she just tied them together. <laughs> she's just like waddling through the mall. Oh, that's right. She didn't go into the mall, but wherever they were. Um, some people kind of assume she was having a hangover or like possibly on drugs. I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, I've definitely walked through places where I'm like <clears throat> visibly hungover. Oh, dude, and I people tell you, are, oh. when I came back from Tokyo, the only reason I'm saying this is because of how jacked up I was. So when we were landing back in D.C. from Japan, I got sick. And I only had a Ritz cracker box that I bought there because that would be a great snack for the plane. So I threw up in my Ritz cracker box as we're landing, literally as we are landing, I am throwing up in my seat because I cannot get up. Cool. And I did not like sleep well or whatever. Like it's not going well. I have no makeup on. I look like I am on drugs. Like I looked horrible and I was not feeling well. And of course, because when I had landed with my mother about five months earlier, mm-hmm. we were supposed to have our belongings searched because mom illegally brought in duck meat from the UK that she was supposed to eat and not bring on the fucking plane, but she did anyway. Okay. But they waved us through in May of 2019. Okay. So they did not search our bags, even though my mom brought illegal duck meat. <laughs> so when remember, we land- remember, like fifteen minutes ago when we said we weren't admitting to our crimes, uh, and I, now I didn't wave myself through, and I didn't. Bring oh yeah, it. that's fair. I didn't bring it. For You're the just record. an accomplice. It's not my crime. You're an accomplice. You're a duck smuggler. So unfortunately, this is all. Oh, Sarah, this is gonna derail us for like a hot second. Um, when we're sitting there and waiting for our bags to come on the little carousel so they can search them, mother had the duck meat like in her carry-on. So it was like in her backpack or whatever. And all this drama is going on because I'm annoyed. Mom's annoyed. She's in pain. She wants to go home. She starts eating the fucking sandwich. Like it's going to get rid of the evidence and then there will be no problem. Okay. She starts eating this duck meat sandwich. It's like shaved, like deli meat, but it's like it was preserved in like, okay. like salt. You yeah. know what I mean? So it like yeah, 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 yeah. She starts eating it. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? She was like, if I eat it, there will be no duck meat. Yeah, no evidence, no crime, baby. That's that's, that's basically what she said. I'm like, stop eating it. It is not going to solve our problems. Stop it. Anyway, waved us through. So when we landed in October of 2019 from Japan, I'm assuming they flagged me and therefore they had to go through all of our shit. They had to go through your puke rits? I, I handed them... Oh, sorry, so I, there was no trash can because they had already gotten the trash on the plane. Yeah. So they... You have to get on these like weird army trucks to get from the plane to like the actual like terminal. Okay. So... We get off of that. We're walking down to collect our baggage. And they're like, hey, you know, we're going to search through your stuff. We just, you know, chose you at random, blah, 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 bullshit, whatever. And so I'm sitting there. We're waiting for them to, like, get our bags so they can search them. I'm like, can I throw this away? And she's like, what? And I look like a drug addict. I look horrible. Right. I was like, please, can I throw this away? I'm like, you are more than welcome to search it, but I just vomited in it. Please, by all means. What was I thinking about? But yeah, that's the story of when I landed from Tokyo with vomit in a Ritz cracker box that I handed to an airport employee security and was like, here, have my vomit. Search it if you like. 
Oh, that's fun. I like that. I I got so I've only been on the plane to Hawaii and mm-hmm. back. Um, but I was also pulled from the line to be like especially searched. <laughs> and uh they so mind you at the time I was like I think I was 15. Was that when you came home or going there? Uh, when I think it, I think it was when we were going. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, because like I set off, I set, I set off the little like alarm thing when I walked uh. through the fucking thing, and it so okay. So there was multiple things. I I sometimes I've gotten better at it, but when I was younger, a lot of times I would think out loud. Right. And that can be a problem, especially when you're thinking over things that you're not supposed to do. Like you when you're in the airport with your parents, you should not ask, wait, why can't you say bomb? No. So, yeah. So I was looking at the sign that says, like, do not use these words. And I was like, and it was one of those things. I was like, who the fuck would say bomb in an airport? And and my mom was like, you apparently. <laughs> um, but so then, so then, like they make you take all the metal shit out of your pockets and whatever. And um, then I go through the little beeper thing, and it it beeper it thing. and it flags me. And they were like, all right, empty your pockets. So I empty my pockets, and there's nothing in there, and they make me walk back through. And then they have me walk back through. And I'm wearing, like, like I think, you know, I was 15. Don't judge me. I was probably wearing cargo shorts. Um, and shorts? No, these actually were not. These were one of my only pairs of non-jean shorts at the time. And I remember them specifically because the fabric was, like, uh, was like uh, moisture resistant. Um, okay, fair enough. And so we are, <laughs> so I get pulled out of line and they're like, they like pat me down and I'm like, okay, this is weird. And then they like use the little wand thing and it's like beep, <laughs> beep. And it like, so I used to wear like shirts that were like bigger than I really needed. <laughs> so they were kind of baggy on me. And so they're like, can you pull up your shirt a little bit? And I like just pull it like all the way up, like past my nipples. And I'm just like, I'm not hiding anything. Like just doing the fucking (laughs) truffle shuffle. Like, hey, check me out. And, and then, so he like keeps, and it keeps flagging on like my left side, like down by my leg. And he's like, he's like, he's like patting my leg and all this shit. And then he's like, he's like, open these pockets. And I like open them. And one of them had a gum wrapper in them. And that's what was triggering it. Shut up. And he was like, he goes, he goes, we specifically told you remove all the metal. Why would you leave that in your pocket? And I went, I didn't know it was real metal. (laughs) And, And, and he was just like, he was just like, all right, go back over there. And so that that was all that happened. But but yeah, I just I showed everyone my nipples and then got yelled at by a TSA guy and left. Oh my god. Jesus Christ.
And I, and I accidentally said bomb in the airport. Oh, my God. Um, but the thing that I did like, of just one last thing. Yeah. On the sign where they list the bomb, it's like the old cartoon-style bomb that just looks like the cannonball with the fuse. And I was yes. like, that's pretty fun. That's cool. I like that. I guess it's, it's like yeah. Dino- it's probably like the international symbol, like everyone knows. Yeah, it was, I was like, yeah. And then I said <laughs> it out loud, and my dude, look, my mom cut me like, if you're the reason we can't go to Hawaii, I will disown. It was the only time I feel like I she's ever like looked at me like, you cannot be this dumb. You can't. When I was just like, why can't you say bomb in an airport? <laughs> you are the golden child. So she was like, I expect this from you. Ah, come on. This one? You. Not from you. Yeah. Um, so I paused at a stupid point because there's still a little bit more happening. So, and the weird keeps rolling in in March slash April of 2001. So, it seems that the same individual tried to enroll Bethany in a south, um, in a southeastern Tennessee school in April of 2001. This is one month post-disappearance. Um, it's also pre-9-11, which kind of blew my mind because so much has happened since then that sometimes I forget, like, you know what I mean? Chronologically, mm-hmm. it had not happened yet. Um, and then witnesses also say that she later boarded a bus with Bethany that was going to Illinois. And it seems that, um, it was going to Moline. I think it's Moline. Might be Moline, but I think it's Moline, Illinois. Um, and hold on, what is that? Oh, I just stopped writing. Cool. So I don't have any phone number to report any details on this. And <laughs> I apparently didn't finish writing whatever was going and on. And that is that. Yeah. So essentially she is still missing. She went missing in 2001 in Tennessee. But then a month later, they like, they know they were trying to enroll her in school. I don't know if she used the exact name or... Or it's just someone they suspect was her. Yes. So I should oh, phrase okay. that better. Allegedly, if it is Bethany, she tried to yeah. enroll her in a school. That's wild. And since then, I don't think we've had any developments in the case. I haven't, I didn't look um, since last year when I originally wrote that up. I'm going to take a quick look. I think she is still missing, unfortunately. But yeah, I think they pretty quickly determined it was not her father. It was not, um, do we have her? So this is, I don't know if you saw the picture, but, um, they are still looking for her. She is still missing this, this poor thing. Mm-hmm. She just looks like, you know, a typical 11 year old. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't know if we'll ever know what happened, but it seems that she was abducted somehow. Yeah, everything I'm seeing says that they're, you know, still advocating to continue looking for her. And the mom apparently has become a a big advocate for fingerprinting, which, you know, is is always beneficial. I remember remember my mom took my fingerprints when I was little. My mom. Just like so she could have them, I guess. She she might be framing me. 
That would be... Now that I think about it. That would be a cool development, actually. <laughs> That'd be great. If it that turned out be... my mom was, like, a criminal mastermind yeah. instead of the, like, just... Super Christian. Yeah, wonderful Christian woman that she is. It just yeah. turns out that, like, I the IRS comes after me because they're like, oh, I can't believe you've lost all this money. She like, is the wait, one in what? the SWAT suit, after all. <laughs> Just kidding. Your mother would never. I'm so sorry, Miss Sharon. Yeah. I'm so sorry. If there's one place she's not blowing out a window, it's a church. Uh, for a second, I thought it, I just mixed up your case and my case, and I was like, she does go to Tennessee, though. Oh, she does. Yeah. But, but she hasn't brought back any children, so that's good. Yes. Uh, but I also, uh, because I just, like, uh, said the SWAT suit, I was like, what if she was in Tennessee when it happened, but that was in Texas? And obviously your mother didn't do oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, But we got your our eyes on you, Sharon. We're watching yep. you. Always watching. Um, so, yeah, that is our episode <laughs> that we derailed a, a thousand times. Um, yeah, whatever. Cody is probably hungry. Yes, I figured. Yes. yes. I'm yeah. always hungry. Um, so, I'm sorry this was late. I had some stuff going on, and it got delayed, but we are supposed to record in two days to release on time this yep. week. And yes. we will. Yes. So far, so good. I don't want to So far, us. so good. It's yes. 48 hours away. It's definitely nothing could come up in that time. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> just jinxed my life already anyway thank you so much for hanging out guys we will see you theoretically in like 48 hours we'll, but we'll see Friday. you next tuesday <laughs> my dumb bitch. we'll see you next tuesday it's it, it i just got it leave me alone <laughs> but actually we don't release these on tuesdays so i'm just lying oh. mm. Bye. Don't start a podcast with your idiot friends.